What do you mean by live? Genuine live? Yes. We're broadcasting. Hello, radio! Yes, welcome back to another episode of The Way We HNZ. Thank you very much for joining us and spending your time listening to us chatter flag football into your ear holes. My name is Bez. I am your host on this eclectic journey around the flag football world. And I am joined by a man, a magnificent beast. If you could see what I could see, ladies and gentlemen, you would be m- most impressed. It is Granite City Quake champion, Mr. Stuart Anderson. I mean, I'll take that intro. It's not quite a Greg one. I haven't got the accolades, but I'll I'll take it. <laughs> um, thank you very much. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling very woolly today. I had a a lovely trip up to your neck of the woods. Oh, you got it there. I, yeah, I, just... I also do we tell people what you put in it? Granola, granola. Yeah, granola. yeah. breakfast of <laughs> champions out the queen. That gave us a good wee giggle, <laughs> uh, Bess. That gave us a giggle. Good. They're going to hand you a bowl then. <laughs> I fill it with some milk and some granola. That's what we do. Breakfast of champions. <laughs> oh, that gave me a giggle of the day after, Beth. That was good. But I it was, it was good, and I enjoyed that. It's my first wee flag football tournament win, I believe. Um, other than internal things, it was a good, a good cheeky little weekend away. That's what it was. Well, obviously, good. we'll talk about it in a wee bit more detail, but yeah, lovely, absolutely, 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 and. Uh... Yeah, I've got a lot to discuss. So on the show today, we'll give you a rundown of the Granite City Quay and uh, <laughs> give you a look under the cover of what Friday looked like. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't dare ask. And uh, yeah, and then we've also, since we were last on, we've had two rounds of the Women's Flag Football League. And we've also had the, and I'm going to, I'm going to have to bring this up to make sure I get it right because it's important to be accurate, especially since IFAF Media did actually comment on one of our posts. Um, it is important. I know, yeah. It is important to get it right. So we have also had the IFAF A- Asia Oceania Flag Football Championships Kuala Lumpur 2023. Wow. Congratulations. That was a tongue st- cur- curler. It is a tongue curler. <laughs> It is a uh, yeah. It was a bit of a a bit of a mouthful, but uh, just a little. We got, hey, we got a comment from official sources. Yeah, because I speaking up in the world slightly slandered them, so I think they were uh, <laughs> <laughs> they clapped back at me. So, but it was funny though because I actually read this thing about, about um. It's like a, it was like a sales tactic or a negotiations tactic where, um, rather than asking people for information. You should just say something that's wrong because people instinctively want to correct you. And then they're right on it. Right. Because it makes them feel like they're the smartest person in the room. Um, And you get more out of them by doing that than just by being like, what do you want? Um, So, yeah, when there was a rain delay, I checked the IFAF page and it hadn't really been communicated. And it was like hours after the game should have ended. So I put a post out being like, it seems like these games are over, um, but no one's finished them on reclub so if the scores change we'll let you know and yeah there was a comment came back from ifaf media being like these games have not finished there's a rain delay we'll be back on in half an hour <laughs> <Nice>. okay <laughs> thanks thanks guys we've been tagging you and stuff and asking you asking you for information for the last two years but it was raining cool um 
yeah. at least they gave us information, Bez. At least, they, a, at least a they... step in the right direction. Exactly, exactly. And that's the guy that keeps sending us fucking emails. Um, so yeah, uh, personally, I didn't watch a huge amount of it. It was obviously predominantly on Likewise. overnight. Um, but we did discuss kind of in our little group in the build-up that maybe uh, Australia were the dark horses um, just because, and I think the quote was, I think Jed quoted it best, said it best on uh, on one of our Facebook posts that the Australians are just always good at sport. So, uh, yeah. Yep, that was a good a good assumption. And uh, yeah. going by the results of the women's, I think that can't be can't be. Wrong. Yeah, I'd never seen them before. Um, I know that they recruited a couple of uh, former uh, Aussie rules kind of Aussie, uh, women that were playing Aussie rules in the second tier in the VFL. Um, so yeah, definitely athletes, and uh, yeah, they've managed to just turn up and uh, come away with a silver medal. So hopefully they are going to find the the funding required to get over to Finland next year. It'd be cool to see. Uh... Yeah, I'm excited to see more. Uh... I'm excited to see the teams that we don't know. It is. In our time zone. Because we never really see them at like tournaments or they don't travel to Europe. We don't hear about them all that much. You get social media pictures and stuff. You know, Greg, our, our social media searching for random information about flag football teams guru. Um, but we don't actually get to see them. So. Yeah. And it's like, and it's fair enough. Like, you know, like I certainly can't imagine taking friends of the show to a tournament in Brisbane. Oh. But maybe, oh. maybe. Once, <laughs> once we hit it big, <laughs> there you go. Once IFAF, you know, with all that was... Olympic funding that's coming our way, we'll, there, hey, there we'll we maybe, go. <laughs> we'll, uh, yeah, well, maybe we'll head over to Brisbane for a flag football tournament um, or something like that. Um, yeah, we can go. We can go prep. That we're going over to prep and meet the squad, do media coverage, and understand who the players are for like BBC Sports coverage. And it exactly. just so happens that there was a flag football tournament that weekend, Bez. I see where you're going. And I like it. I don't know if any of them ever listen to the show, but the Facebook page is uh, followed by a team from New Zealand. They are like the... The name is in Maori, so I can't pronounce it, but it's like the something... It begins with an A. It's like the something Bay Thunder. So they're quite active. They follow the, they follow the page. I have... So there is a shout-out as well. If anyone can get me a... A New Zealand Mako shirt from uh, Replica. That would be amazing because they want to add to the collection after the Irish finals tree because they... Uh... Oh, wait, did we speak about that? We spoke oh, about the build-up. So we spoke cool. about the build-up, but we need, to, we need to talk about the outcome of that because I don't know yeah, how many people dude. watch it. Oh, I was yeah. so pumped when I seen the team get to the final. I was like, let's go! Did you oh, watch? Did like, you watch the last five minutes? I didn't. Sadly, no, I missed oh. it. I only got the results as we were coming oh. through. I was busy that day. I couldn't see them. For because it was obviously on while we were at Quake, and then yeah, I saw. I didn't only seen the results. So. so I went back and watched the stream, and it. Oh, okay. It went to, um, uh, was it like?
you're thinking. Uh, so it was the it was the Panthers and the Raptors. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. And the Raptors were 20 to 6 up. And then it was tw- and then they were 27 12 up. Then they were 33 19 up. And they ended up losing in an extra point shootout 33 34 after four rounds. So they did one round of uh halfway line four downs to score and both teams were turned away and then they did the one point xp shootout oh yeah yeah it's again and it was the i think it was the fourth round of that that eventually they won it and i feel so bad for the commentators right and i didn't catch their names on the stream but hopefully they're listening and i just at the beginning of the extra point shootout when the teams had were just about to get started after the halfway to the goal line, and then they were switching to the one point y- one yard line to start, or oh, well, the five yard line to start that shootout. Their camera dropped, like that came up on the screen, like dro- like lost signal, and you could hear oh, them like no. freaking out. And then it comes back, and it's fine, and you didn't miss any football. But they were like fully prepared to have to no. do like, radio commentary. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, the, and the stream had been so stable like all day for all the games, just when it matters. <laughs> just, just when it got to <laughs> extra point shootout to win Emerald Bowl for the for the national championship in the Premier Division, and it just it just like ten seconds of like nothing, and like panic. That's rough. And then because like when it happened to us at the WFFL, it was like the second half of like the quarter final, and yeah, it was it out was for bad, like yeah. it was out for thirty seconds, and people could still hear us, and it came back and it was fine, and we worked out from then on but like like so if if you guys are listening to that or if you are from ireland and you're listening to the coverage um like <laughs> we see you if you're the, if you didn't like the commentators no we see you <laughs> we we feel you and uh yeah you did a great you did a great job seven hours of of commercial free flag football is nothing to be uh sniffed at and uh, yeah, you did a great job. And if anyone wants to see that back, the link remains on our uh, remains on our on our Facebook page. So you can go and uh, you can go try that out and uh, see see it for yourself because it was chaotic, but it was so good. The venue, the venue looks great. Like I had, a, I'm looking at their Facebook page just now and. The venue that they're running with it reminds me very much of Dundee at the regional sports center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not far. It's very off. similar. It looks really nice. Yeah, it looks good. But yeah, I'll shout out to my Raptors. I had them going all the way, and they just came up an extra point out shootout short. Oh, unlucky Raptors! I, I was all aboard the Raptors train going at this one, Bez. So when I seen the results coming in, I was like, "Uh huh, here we go." And I think they beat Craig Avon in the semi, if I remember rightly. I can't. I think it was Craig Avon. Craig Avon. Craig Avon. Sorry. Craig Avon. They beat them, and I was like, "Oh, let's go!" Got to the final. I thought, "Yes, this is it, Bess. A Raptor double." Yeah. Oh, it was. It was. It was not bad. And uh, yeah, and we actually realized afterwards um, that we were. Uh, We'd have a HNC uh what do we call it? We have a HNC link. Because Johnny Thompson or 
for those of you that know him from the Northeast, Johnny Arizona um, was the, is the quarterback for the North Down Dragons. So the team that we were oh. in, we were very much taken with their uniforms is actually quarterbacked by a former oil cat. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> no, oh. I'll tell you that before. I don't know if I told you that before. I told Greg. Um, I saw the chat, but I couldn't work out who you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Like... So he was uh he was with the oil cats for our first see couple of seasons. So 20, 2017, definitely. And maybe 2018 as well. And then he went back to Ireland uh, with his partner, with his now wife. Um, and yeah, the teacher. So he went back, went back home. Um, and then this year set up part of the, was part of the team setting up the Dragons. And yeah, they made the final and they they lost by one point. They lost by one point. So the in the Division One, it was the uh, the leash. We found I found out to say it as well. It's the leash. leash. Yep. The leash labs beat the Northdown Dragons twenty to nineteen, and uh, I got the score wrong before the Raptors lost to the Panthers uh, 35-34 in overtime. Crazy game. That's just cool, unreal, unreal. Um, that's, so, where, that's what finals are made of is close tight night football you know the real winner bears as you always said football real winner is football um and yeah so congratulations to the labs and the panthers and just everyone on a great day of football and you know from our slightly biased perspective uh also the commentators because it's that's a hell of a job to do <laughs> um so yeah, they handled it well, and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll catch up with uh, catch up with them soon. So, yeah, that's awesome. And I, I like how we managed to get from international football in Asia to uh, the yeah, Ireland still the international Irish finals. So we've yeah, done, we're done well there. Home. Yeah, yeah, we're they're international. Well done, Bez. We're getting good at this. So this segues just easy. Just just you know, it's segueing from Mister um, Johnny there. It was. He played for Aberdeen. Let's then go to Aberdeen and talk about what happened to Aberdeen. It's meant to be, See, It's meant to be. It's oh. meant to be. Um, so, yeah. Um, and beautifully, I actually, actually I hadn't spoken to Johnny in actual years. So, uh, yeah, I reached out to him and uh, we had a good chat for the first time in a while. So, it was cool. It was cool. Um, so, awesome. yeah, Granite, <laughs> Granite City Quake. Where I think, do you even? I think there was more action on the Friday bears than at the weekend. <laughs> so I think I can't remember what I we posted something that was the weather update. I think I posted something on the pod page on the weather update on like the Friday, and it just said, like, <laughs> this will make one hell of a podcast. Um, so and uh, so we did like earlier today we did post like a tournament uh, blog post so you can go to our wordpress site and you can get like the, the post tournament report and um, that report is all about the actual football that was played over the weekend um so hopefully you'll read that and if you've not been to the uh to the to the quake before hopefully you'll get you'll get excited and you'll uh, come up and and uh, have another go if we uh, if we run it again next year. Um, so for the for, yeah for those of you that were living in a cave, um, hopefully out of the way of the water, um, 
the storm is it babbit is that how they're saying is that how you pronounce it babbit yeah yeah babbit, it's like this weekend it's like it's not kieran it's kieron kieron this is the thing it's just okay. babbit i think yeah babbit um yeah storm babbit uh wreaked havoc carnage along the east coast of scotland uh the weekend of the 21st and 22nd of october um unfortunately for us that is granite city quake weekend so when the i think it was the amber warning came out on the thursday morning there was midweek yeah. it was midweek it was an amber warning so we had a chat in the organizing group that was basically along the lines of are we aware of this like it could get pretty bad what do we how do we all feel and everyone was basically just like, you know, it's not great. Um, we'll kind of, you know, we'll keep an eye on the news throughout the day. So, uh, yeah, that was Thursday morning or Wednesday night, maybe. And then Thursday morning, it got to ASV are going to shut. So it must have been Thursday morning when they flipped it to a red from like early evening on because yeah. i got Thursday. told not yeah. to come up to the office on the thursday because of the amber yeah I was like, oh we'll keep until i think it was the thursday morning it's always oh, red stuart don't yeah. come up to the so office on the friday they so flipped it on the thursday morning yeah. to red from like mid-afternoon through like eight o'clock in the morning so again we had another discussion about like what we're going to do how does it how do we all feel about it um, and there was a discussion about like, well, we now can't get in touch with ASV because they've all gone home. Sure. Um, and like the red warnings, like not where it's like obviously not in Aberdeen. So like, we'll just, we'll see how it goes overnight. And of course we then woke up, um, you know, and I'll be honest as a, I recently found out cause it was some pretty major flooding um over in over the kind of spay valley area a couple of weeks before that there's a really interesting read if you're a nerd really interesting website you can go on at sepa um the scottish environmental protection agency where you can find all of the river gauges so you can see how far up or down all the rivers are oh, at yeah. all the time right so um we started i started watching them started watching and the rivers and the water levels were going up and up and up and it was raining and raining and raining and obviously we all woke up on friday morning to the pictures that i think everyone saw of people having to be rescued people's houses underwater and people missing um unfortunately it was a fatality uh on the on the thursday night um roads shut bridges gone so like very very quickly we made the decision that we cannot ask anyone to travel through this um so that was like our first update was we can't talk to a we can't get hold of asv we uh cannot ask anyone to travel realist like even if the road even if the roads are open we're not asking you to drive on them because that's insane like we will 
be in touch with more information as soon as we can but this is like a horrible situation so like bear with us um and i wrote out the statement for the quake is cancelled we're done we're not doing it like it's off um and i have written that and for, i've done that for the second time because i also wrote the one that we lost to covid um so it was very sad it was a very similar feeling of like ugh. and you it's a difficult one because you feel like you're letting people down even though you're doing like ostensibly the right thing yeah um but we were waiting for uh asv to come back to us with like what are our options here because um like we can't you know we need to know we need to have it because the idea was like we would be able to like maybe move it back move it to next year move it back to i don't know april march like try and find a time in the calendar but as everyone from scotland knows the flag football calendar is extremely congested and we've also got teams that are actually on airplanes like there was a discussion that i had um and shout out to uh keith and neil and lewis where we were just like i know you're all getting on planes this is exactly where we are so that was like an ongoing conversation um and the response that we got back from ASV was actually ended up being pretty blunt. It was, we are outside of the red area. We are going to be open and um, cancelling a booking with 24 hours or less notice uh, incurs the, the cost of the booking. Great. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's when we kind of had to go into like full on damage limitation mode at that point um based around like <laughs> we can't afford that <laughs> like that's expensive um, yeah um, you know as anyone who has tried to to book a an indoor venue for multiple days at the weekend will know that is not a cheap endeavor um so the weird scenario we were left with was essentially try and run some kind of tournament or call it off anyway and bankrupt the club <laughs> so and Good options yeah so after a bit of back and forth we essentially came up with the plan that everybody saw and i spoke directly with every single team um, to let them know kind of where we were at and what the plan was and everyone was incredibly supportive and I will be and on behalf of the organizing committee and myself the understanding that was shown by everyone will I'm incredibly grateful for um, I think we said at the time the people that decided not to travel are probably the people I'm most grateful to that weekend like I would not have been able to deal with it if someone had gotten stuck or worse um, that weekend. Um, thankfully, we were basically able to go ahead because enough teams were flying in or based in Aberdeen. Really, that was the that was long and short of it. The teams that were coming in on airplanes had nothing to worry about. Not like a couple of their flight, you know, like I know Lewis's flight was quite severely delayed, but they all they all made it they were all fine um 
and yeah, then Roughnecks, Murray, Roughnecks, Roughnecks, and Murray were okay. The the friends of the show were predominantly Aberdeen based or flying in, um, and then yeah, there was a weird, very strange weather window. Which I think if you left the central belt at like three o'clock in the afternoon. I got it lucky, Bess. Uh, I, I was working. So I couldn't yeah. leave till after the first red had finished on the Friday. Yeah. So I left at, it must have been like half past five, quarter to six. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, how was the roads? And I was like, yeah, fine. I mean, I didn't, obviously, I avoided all the places that I need to. It was like Dundee, fine. Um, I went up to like Arbroath, fine. Montrose, fine. And kind of up to Strathcathro. Uh, obviously, I sent John Guthrie up before me because he wasn't working. So he gave me an update, like, go this way and it'll be fine. And yeah, I never saw a car. It was a little bit blustery and a wee bit rainy, yeah. but I got, you're right, that there was a little window there on the Friday night that if you did go at a certain time, it was bliss all yeah, the way up. Coming home it. was an absolute nightmare. I bet. But going up at that time of night where the roads were quieter, brilliant. Yeah. Um, I couldn't have been more fortunate. Because I think by the time we woke up on Saturday, when I left here on the Saturday morning, because you would never have known here, like you would never have known between here and Inverurie, you would never have known. The first time you knew that something was happening on the East Coast was literally when I crossed the Don at Inverurie and it was up. You're like, like, oh, that's a bit higher than yeah, usual. It was like, it was mental. Um, like, yeah, but then the A90 was shut and like all sorts and all that kind of stuff overnight. And I think they didn't reopen it again after that until sometime on Sunday, midday, Sunday. It was just something like that. Yeah. Um, but well, there wasn't yeah. a lot of guys come up, and even so, the ones that did, they were you know, quite sensible about it, you know. They... Yeah. So, yeah, uh, it left us with an eighteen tournament. So uh, we had the Chichester Star- Sharks, Flag and Ball Z, Murray Distillers, GCQ Vikings, the Aberdeen Roughnecks, uh, the Aberdeen Flag Football Club split into two teams, who were Aberdeen and the Trash Pandas, uh, and the podcast team, friends of the show. Um. So. The unfortunately from anyone that watched the draw, the uh the funky AFL NRL style uh format and the two groups went completely out the window almost immediately. Um and we went to a round robin, followed by a draft a choose your own adventure style. The most exciting thing that I've ever seen in flag football, Bez. <laughs> by far it was super fun that that little draft pick to pick who you so, were playing that was electric there's there was a couple of people after we did the draw were like where do you get the formats from and it's like well some of them are in my head some of them you pull out of the afl like you watch other sports so the choose your own adventure quarterfinal the draft actually comes from i think it's division three american like whatever the third tier of the MLS is. Okay. Like it's like third tier state soccer. Like <laughs> so they do they do it's that. It's down and, there somewhere. And we found it on Instagram. And uh yeah, I think I think I think maybe Andy sent it to me or Greg sent it to me. And it was basically like it went round and it was like, what do we think about this? And I think we found it like the day after we did the Quake live draw. So we're like, oh, it's too late to like do late. It's too late now to do that. We've already said what we're doing. Um, so yeah, when it was so there was one point like the point, the singular point of polarity on Friday, as much as as stressed as everyone was, 
was when the message went into the group chat of like, does this mean that the draft your opponent's back? And I think I just replied to Andy like, <laughs> expletive beginning with F, yes. Like, <laughs> in capital letters, like, do it. Get it in. <laughs> like, we're doing it. It's on. It's happening. Um, and then we had the unfortunate case of there was a bye going into the, the first game. It's like, who's, is, is Team 1 going to take the bye? The first which arguably or... made it very funny. Yeah, oh, it made um, it hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so the Trash Pandas, obviously the problem with splitting the Aberdeen team in two is that both teams were very shallow. Um, and then there was a couple of guys I think got hurt on the last game on the Saturday. Um, and then other, you know, looking after the kids kind of commitments and stuff. And cleaned them out, unfortunately. So there was only four of them left after the quarterfinal, after the last round of group games. So we split them out. They managed. To, they found some some other teams. Um. So we had the draft order of at the end of the group stage, which was just the standings. So it was the Sharks, the Friends, Flag and Ball Z, the Vikings, Aberdeen, Murray, the Roughnecks, and then the eighth seed was a bye, and. So the Chichester Sharks had the first pick in the draft and they would pick any team, didn't matter about their ranking, on for the quarterfinal. And they took the opinion that we've flown all the way up here. We want to play football. So we'll take the seven seed. All on board with that which methodology. Was, which was the rough mix. Something I completely approve on. Approve of. Um... I did wonder, and we'll come on to this at the knockout stage, if they were completely happy with that choice. Um, well. <laughs> um, the friends of the show, oh, you drafted for friends of the show. I picked for us. Yeah, I picked the Murray Distillers for us. You yeah. did. And do, was that just, we don't want to buy? Or what was Yeah, the... it was mainly, like we don't want to buy. We want to play a team that, you know, we've already played. We know we're quite comfortable around and we, we played quite well. And I was like, I, I like Murray. I don't want to. I don't want an Aberdeen versus Aberdeen distillers are a good bunch of lads, and I enjoy playing against them. So, although uh, you say that, I don't think the. I don't think we were that. Did the, we not almost lose to Murray? Uh, I feel like we did. Oh, I don't yeah, 27-20. I think we scored right at the end. Oh, did we? Oh, I thought <laughs> yeah, it was more comfortable was than that. It was a close game. I, close I, game. I like distillers guys. I was so, like, you know what? I like these guys. They're good fun. Yeah. Like that would be a good game to get us going and. That, that was my methodology. There's nothing really more than that, Bez. It's just like, I like them. Which Please then led them. to the the funniest part of the day when Flag and Ball Z picked the bye um, as the third seed. They were like, yes, we'll take a bye. <laughs> um, and commenced and the booing. And were roundly booed. the whole arena. <laughs> oh, uh, that gave us the giggles, that so one. They were, yeah, they were booed straight through to the... Uh, so they said they were bied straight through and booed straight through the semi-final, which meant the GCQ Vikings, who were in, in fourth, ended up playing Aberdeen, who were in fifth. Um, and the game was that the the losers of the quarterfinals would go into a round robin, um, because obviously down a team that meant that there would be like a there would only be one team would only get one game. Yeah. Uh, really so to keep it all keep keep the number of games up, um, and obviously we had the time for a. I had formats and times up for up to 16 teams. Um, and because we only had eight, there was loads of time. So extra couple of extra games were never going to hurt. Um, so yeah, the Sharks, like we alluded to earlier, 21-18 over the Roughnecks. 
Yeah. Uh, and that, a game that... that was never that comfortable, but I don't think they were ever down in. No, I think that was like, they definitely gave them a wee run for their money. I think I was refereeing that game best as well from the sideline. And it was just like, oh, oh, this is a bit closer than everyone can I expected to see it, I think. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah, the Sharks got it got it done in the end. And uh, I think they finished, they, they they killed it on a pick or something at the end. So Yeah, um, I can't I can't remember. It's been a week while ago, but like their their whole journey to the final, which we'll talk about, wasn't as written in the stars as what they'd maybe hoped it was gonna be. Yeah, no. Uh so on the other one, uh the Vikings beat Aberdeen twenty six to seven. Uh yeah, that un that you know, young, unheralded quarterback, Neil Arnold still doing what he does. Um and they were down a player tournaments. too. Like Bob was injured, he rolled his ankle on the Saturday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he was out for the Sunday. So they were they were down numbers and with Dante and Grant and Big John, Emma. Uh, Heather, they they balled out the the group. Stevie as well. Stevie, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they were they were really they were a really good good bunch. And uh, yeah, so they they got over Aberdeen. Um, Flag and Buzzy, obviously a one 0 over the Trash Pandas, and and friends of the show a twenty two seven over the Murray Distillers. Let's go team, go team. Um, I think at that point the hangovers had worn off. So I think at that point well. that's when. They'd worn off for how many players did we have? That were hungover or in total? Oh, just in total, how many players did we have? I can't remember. Nine? Nine? Yeah, I think nine. So at least eight of the team were absolutely fine by this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, One. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Well, we won't yeah. talk about that. You know, yeah, the less talk. Red Bulls talked about, the better. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so that left a Sharks, Vikings semi final and a Friends, Flag and Ball Z semi final. Um, friends twenty nine, flag and buzzy twenty, and what for me was one of the games of the tournament until the very end, where it got a bit flat with not enough time left on the clock. Um, but that was a that was a good game. I really that enjoyed that game. game. Yeah, um, the Greg some effect happened. Yes, uh, Greg apparently uh, wanted to come play flag football that day. He did. He yeah. proceeded to be very good. Yep. He's good at football. He is good, at, good football. at football. And uh, and powered powered on, of course, by playing in front of Sofia for the first time. I mean, I what better motivation do you want? I was so hyped to see Sofia and just see Greg's <laughs> face light up though when it's she so came cute, in. I was like, it's oh, so Greggy Bear. It's oh, I've never so seen it like cute. this. It's, nah, so it's adorable. Um, so so yeah yeah, Sofia's first uh, first first uh, football tournament. So, yeah, and then again, Sharks and GCQ Vikings in the second semi-final. Again, that was a game. Was an absolute game. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed watching that one. Yeah, so um, a weird one for us because we were we were in and we were waiting for the semi-final to happen. The second semi-final was after the first one uh, because of the round robin only having three teams. Um, so we were like sitting watching that, being like, okay watch the sharks see what they're up to and then it was also a case of like oh should we be watching the i know we're watching them both uh, mr but should we mr. be watching arnold should we be watching yeah. the i mean we all know what neil is going to do he's just going to keep the ball for as long as he can look and after then, the and ball then score at the end of it yeah um, move progressively use his assets do like yeah, he's just, yeah. just very methodical yeah can robo robo quarterback in the in the, in the backfield there um 
Uh, and yeah, the sharks closed out pretty professionally in the end. They were pretty, uh, pretty skillful. Oh, Dante uh, made some out, plays. Like, yeah. oh my god, that boy is just. And that's what earns him the armband at that Unreal. point. Unreal. Oh, like, he got, he deserved those armbands for that. Yeah. Like, even that for that semi final alone, he was an absolute baller. Yeah, it was just superb. Um, which meant, yeah. So Flag and Buzzy and the Vikings. Uh, I think the Vikings after their. Uh, exploits in the semi-final just kind of ran out of steam really uh they were straight back on um for the third fourth playoff uh so the flag and buzzy ran out 22 six winners uh, that game that one flag and buzzy that's uh yeah they were fourth last year uh so they've jumped one up third this year um, uh with no brandon lamb with no Brandon Lamb, yeah, he was. He, I'm, I believe he was. He signed he was up on to the play. list. Yeah, he was on I've the got, list. I've got his kit beside me. I've got to drop off with them soon. Quite yeah. winter league or something, and so uh, yeah, him in. he Ooh. was gonna bump. He was gonna bump up, uh, and then yeah, so they'll be hoping to do a Sharks because the Sharks were third last year, and the Sharks made the final this year, uh, and they met friends of the show, um, friends of the show, running out. Uh, 35 to 6 winners um, which I think is probably an unfair scoreline yeah that was because obviously the way they played all the weekend Chichester played fantastic all weekend um, they really did <laughs> there it is uh, but I think by the point of that the weekend we were starting to gel Greg Scott was starting to understand the playbook and plays and who was in front of him and just a just a you know a little unknown rookie player by the name of James just came alive. Yeah. Um. To the whole weekend, it was uh, it was a very positive and a very exciting weekend of football. Bears, I was uh, yeah, delighted to be on that side. And I'm glad I'm playing some of the Sharks players now and not in like five years. The two kids that they had that uh, quarterback is Mateo well, and uh, Mateo. I can't remember the quarterback's name. That's horrendous. Nah, he was he was some backers, kid, man. He was like, throwing that like darts. fourth down just before the half, and he's flinging it to the end zone. Yeah, no fear, not nah, a bit of fear. Just put it up there, yeah, um, just got it, and he done it. What a yeah. kid! Yeah, good. like, and they had us. I know the the score earlier on in the day, like the first thing in the morning game. Oh, they played first thing in the morning, didn't they? Like, they, I think it was close in the morning. It was like. What was it? 20 to 16. It was, it was first thing in the morning. Personally, I think we were well beat <laughs> in the morning. First thing in the morning, we were, uh, yeah, we were well beat. Um, managed to turn it around in the afternoon. But yeah, that, I said, to, I had a chat with Neil afterwards and I said to him, like, there are some talented young people coming out of uh, that program. And I guess the the South Coast Spitfires as well, who were, we know, we now know from from Baffa flag finals, um, but yeah. So, in the end, uh, yeah. I know you guys can't see it, but the tree can. The quake is currently sitting just, just over my shoulder. Um, so yeah, thank you to everyone who did make it. Thank you to everyone who kind of bore with us during the build up. Um, it was it was quite the weekend in the end, and. I don't know about you, Tree, but when I finally got home on Sunday, I like I could not tell you what I had for dinner. Uh, you were met with a calzone, I believe. I, I was. That's correct. Well remembered. See, 
Uh, Wife had it ordered on the plate, can of cold iron brew already for oh, me, mate. I, I was done in by that point. I think I had pizza. I think. I think you had remember. pizza. Yeah, I think you did. I think I had pizza as well. Tell me about that. But I was past, like, I, I don't even think I, I don't even remember any of, I don't even know if I put, I don't even think I put red zone on. I think I was just like lay on the sofa. Oh, I, don't, I think that's the first and, like, one I missed. And like died. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was just like. Uh, it's, well, it's never really a quake without something happening. Like we've had Mud Bowl yeah. that year. We had Babbitt this year. I mean, there's this. So we had, we had, we had a, a year, a cancellation year with COVID. And then we cancellation year with COVID. Yeah. So we yeah, had. It's been a rough time of late. We had, my uh, favorite. Uh, yeah. We had Bez sitting in a car park last year in the morning. Bumping the entire <laughs> schedule, 15 changing minutes. the schedule. Yeah, <laughs> remember that. So. I was gonna say my my favorite um like tweet slash post of the weekend was Lewis. Um, wait, I can't remember exactly what the wording was, but he shared a quote from him years ago that he enjoyed the pain of the day after, and he and he'd obviously I I now regret that statement. <laughs> <laughs> that gave me a little gig. I can't oh, remember must... if it was on like Facebook or Twitter or something like that, but I, I saw that from Lewis. Oh, and I was like, I you must, know what? I must have missed that. that. Uh, did you miss it? Oh, that, I, I don't that. know if I can find it again for you quickly, sure. but that was one of my favorite comments the weekend that came up after the tournament as well. I'm trying to find the wording. Oh, there it is there. I strangely love that morning after football, achy feeling so sore today. And that was 2013, 10 right. years ago. <laughs> and, and obviously 2023, I can confirm that 2013 Lewis no longer speaks on behalf <laughs> no of current Lewis. <laughs> it's been two days and I still hurt and I'm not strangely loving it. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Oh, I could giggle with that one, Lewis. Amazing. Awesome. Yeah, it took so me. It uh, a... I think I think yeah, I think Granty shared a a photo on like the Wednesday being like, I think I've just recovered from the quake. And I was like, Yeah, feeling it. <laughs> I think I was I think it took me until I think when I woke up on Wednesday, I was like, Okay, I feel I feel a little bit better. But uh yeah, that was uh, yeah. No, it was it was good, and uh, yeah, I'm glad that we managed to pull something together. So, yeah, thank you everyone for their efforts over the over the course of the weekend. And uh, yeah, the guys in the in the committee, um, yeah, talked talked me down off the ledge a few times and just kind of rolled with it as we went. It was pretty stressful. Um, like the what do we do a couple of hours where hopefully something we won't have to do again but yeah andy keith michael scott steve smith mark craig ronan mcgibbon and simon rosinski you can all pat yourself on the back um and yeah gold gold stars gold stars for you guys um because it was it was a rough one a rough friday just a little good job bez you kept it together for we did it yeah. We did it, and that leads us nicely on to talented teams holding it together in the Women's Flag Football League. Some of the most exciting football of the season, Bez. Mate, the last, it, the last two weeks have just been, like, so good. So good. Yeah. Like, chaotic. And that's just from seeing the scores and hearing little rumours through the... the the internet the grapevine yeah yeah, yeah. we're getting we're getting little bits of feedback the grapevine. <laughs> okay who's like that credence oh, yeah. credence clear water revival there we go there's your 
prepare for the day. Uh, yeah. We're, we're going to just start with this weekend, the scores, and then tables. Well, so we've got to do yeah, lots of football two. again. There's been two. I was going to say, there's been two there's since been last two. year. Been, yeah, no. there's been two. There's been two? No, there's no, been one. one. Was there? There's been one, was and then there's quake. one this week. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So when we last spoke, uh, yeah, flag football had just gone into the Olympics. The Women's Flag Football League was the next big thing that was about to happen. And the everyone went and got together in Wakefield. I think was match, was match day two. Uh, I'll just check because I've got it up here. Da, 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 da. Summer review. Yeah, 14th of October, Wakefield. Kettlethorpe High School. So we had some big games um, all across the slate um, that we were quite excited to see given where everyone kind of started off. Um, Pirates and Amazons was a big one because they both, after the week one, were both undefeated. Um we spoke about, if you remember, how we felt like the Titans were a better team than their record. Yep, I remember talking um, about Because we that, really yeah. couldn't work out that Leeds-Sheffield-Manchester group after they all played each other. Um, so we were hoping that they were going to kind of step up and, and deliver a surprise. Um, the the Panthers were also undefeated, and we, we knew that they were going to get a test against those, uh, those Titans. Um, and we were kind of... We knew the Phillies had a tough weekend coming because uh, they had yeah, the a rough one. They had the the Cougars and the Panthers. They got to do the the Coventry double. Um, so yeah, it was just there was a lot. There was a lot going on. So, and then there was a couple of results that stood out to me personally. Yeah, same. I was looking at the results. You kind of look at some of them, and you're just like, oh, didn't expect to. Either A, that was a little bit closer than I expected, or you know, a couple of other results that were yeah, maybe so not what we were expecting. For one for me, the first one was like the first result that came in. The very first result that came in was Pan was Cougars 12, Samurai 6. And at the end of the season, you're yep. just gonna look back and be like, Yes, the Cougars beat the Samurai. But it was so much, but like a one-score game was not something I expected until I found out that there was only six Cougars there. <laughs> All right, yeah. And they Iron Man the whole day, basically, with one one rotating sub. Uh so and then it came down to like, well, that's pretty like, you know. They are who we thought they were. They're grinding out grinding out a result. Yeah, the results. Um yeah. but like fair play to the samurai for holding them close. And then the next samurai result, Sacks in the City 21, Samurai 20. You're like, you're literally a touchdown and extra points worth of scores away from tying with the team, the top two teams in the league last year. Kind of. Like, unreal. And then the Samurai, yeah, they got their win at the end, uh, 21-6 over the gold, which was then weirdly closer than you thought it would be because you're like, if you can hang with the big dogs at the top and now you're playing the gold who are you know, they're shipping points a lot. You'd have thought that one would have maybe been a blowout, but then it was only a two-score game. And honestly, that 
the Samurai's week two perplexed me. Well, that's the word for you. Felt perplexed. Perplexed you. Yeah, it certainly led to some interesting results that week. That's for sure. And then, you know, kind of looking at week three, you're like, oh my, that's, we're just in the same predicament another week later you're very I, perplexed even more i will let you know tree that after being perplexed by the samurai my befuddlement continued when i i, I a... wondered <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My, was... my befuddlement continued when i looked at the titans 20 panthers 20 like okay so that must mean that the titans are as good as an undefeated team um and then yeah, the Titans versus the Sacks game. I spoke to, I actually spoke to Mister Mead about it uh, not long after, um, and yeah, he was basically just like we we were all we were all solid and yeah, like <laughs> like he said, Phoebe did Phoebe things at the uh, at the end of the at the end of the game and got them that extra score and uh, yeah that was it that was it I'll do yeah having players like that do uh, do certainly help yeah so they in the Panthers game they were down 20 to 12 scored with no time left on the clock and then a two point conversion to tie it and then yeah in the Sacks game uh, they they scored late. Uh, missed the two extra points, and then went aggressive to try and get the ball back down thirteen six. Um, and threw a pick. But like, there's fight in that team, and I like the Titans. Looking at the table and looking at the games they've got left, I cannot see the Titans missing the playoffs like i think they are i just think they're too good to be where they are and like it has to change yeah, like i know it do i know it doesn't like literally have to change but i just like you could make an argument at one point that rather than being like oh three and one they could easily have been like two one and one, you know, like they sure the Titans not tie at the weekend as like, well. Yeah, so they they have their second tie at the weekend. Yeah, I was like, on. um, let me pull it up. I saw that as well. That's what we said before the show started. Like the Titans are just one of those teams where, like thirty eight, thirty eight. There it is against the Huntsman, another tie. Yeah, it's just, it's just a point of going either way to like in their and, favor like, the again Huntsman as well. Like I find the Huntsman really hard to get a read on. Like, yeah, yeah, that's an interesting one like, as well, isn't it? Because like the Huntsman, thirty-eight, thirty-eight with the Titans, but on the same day, are thirty-four-six to the Samurai, and then they lo also lose forty-one-six to the Pirates. Like, I mean, like we haven't spoken about the Pirates yet, but the Pirates are doing everything they need to do, leading into Week Four, which is massive for them, and we'll come on to that in a minute. But like, so far they have played seven games; they have won them all. And they've been pretty chill about about it, really. Like, 
you know, like they just, it's been like, it's been fine for them. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it, really. Um, yeah, like it's it's mental. So if we if we look at the standings as they are heading into the next into the next week, we've got uh, the Pirates and the Panthers would be currently receiving the the bye to the semifinal. Nice. We've got the Cougars and Sacks in the City in third and fourth, who would be receiving a bye to the quarterfinal. And then we would have Giants, Huntsman, and Amazon's Samurai as our wildcard games, with the Titans, Buccaneers, Phillies, Golden Spears being eliminated. And the Titans and Buccaneers being like just the Titans would miss out. From the results they've had this year, that's unbelievable. Yeah. So that they are like, I'll tell you something that's even more infuriating, right? About the about the Titans, not infuriating. That's the wrong word. Like, what have we had so far? We've been befuddled, and we've been what else? Was, what was it? Perplexed. Uh, perplexed was the first one I could. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now the most dumbfounding things about the <laughs> about the Titans is their points difference. So they are two hundred and eight for one sixty seven. Plus forty-one points difference, averaging net points per game of five point eight, like winning on average, winning every game by six points, just about. But they're, but they're two, three, and two, like, like oh, it's mental. Like so, realistically, they're what four and three, but like for for three and four, sorry, for tiebreakers purposes, they're three yeah. and four. But like, oh, it's mental. Like. And that's why I just I can't see them missing out because eventually I just think that'll pay off over the tail end of the season. Like you would think so. The draws might hamper them, maybe. because um, like, they only play each other once, don't they? Yeah. So they've got the Cougars and the Spears to come in week yeah. four. So, so it's at least a win there. So we're saying one and one. Form and we're thinking one and one at least. One and one based on the league standings. And then they've got the Bucks, which is a huge game because the Bucks are the team that are currently above them. They've got the Phillies, the team that are currently behind them, haven't won yet. So, like, of their four games that they've got left, oh, they've got the Pirates as well. So, of the five games they've got left, two of them are the teams that are at the top of the table, and three of them are teams that are at the bottom. So, like, if you're being optimistic, you're like, right, well, they should they should get another... They could easily go 3-2 and two there, right? The game against Chorley is the big one because they're the ones that are just above them. But then, at the same time, you could also be like, yeah, but the only teams they've beaten so far, like, haven't won a game. So, and just because they've been close doesn't... Like, so, oh, it's just... It does my absolute head in, like... I'm convinced that they're better than they are. <laughs> I'm convinced they're better than they are. I'm convinced they're better than their record. They're I mean, time will tell, Best Time, will, time tell. will tell. We're only about five weeks out from finding out the answer that we need to our questions. So we're not so, far away from, you know, being able to talk about, you know, absolutely. are you, you bumfuzzled? Are you confused? Um, is your brain going to be sazzled? Oh. You know? We'll figure out when we get that far, but it's so far this year has been electric. Being able to see the results come in and 
be so you know diverse and very you know uh very interchangeable there's been a lot of results that shocked us and some that are just like oh it's interesting and i think the the interesting one's still kind of coming off the back of it always still the phillies um yes still winless unfortunately but um putting on a show i mean they're not a million miles away no um, they're not being like they've they've lost a couple to like big scores but most of them are keeping themselves out of course i think it's like it's a surprise, I guess, because like after their run to the playoffs last year. Yeah, um, I think I think that is the tough part. It's like they did do it last year. Why why are we not replicating? But at the same time, like the whole league's improving. The whole yeah, women's it's a games, very competitive league, and it's only going to get more competitive. Um, and it just it, the whole the whole league itself feels volatile, in like the best way possible. Um, oh, it certainly like, does. Like you don't, yeah. you know, it's not. The days of, you know, some. I mean, like, if you look at the points per game and stuff in the spreadsheet, like, there's, there's a, there's clear separation. Like, there's a clear separation with the top three teams out all score averaging scoring averaging winning by sorry above twenty points in the Pirates, Panthers, and Cougars. Everyone else from fourth down to ninth is averaging. Their points per game, their net points per game are all single digits. So they're all winning by essential, like around one score, like yeah, in the games they're winning. Way. Uh, so, like, okay, there's a separation from the top three, but then below that, there's like an incredible. It's oh, it's very volatile, and we're starting to get into the like. There are games this weekend which I I wrote a couple I wrote a couple of nights before we started, which just. You know, without so a real the next deep game dive. Is it this weekend? Yeah, so it's Saturday. So we've oh, got... Oh, jeez, they're quick back-to-back. Yeah, yeah, back-to-back, back, six days apart. So we've got Pirates, oh. Panthers, Pirates, Cougars. So they're running the Coventry Gauntlet. Yeah. Uh, the Panthers are playing the Amazons. Okay, another good game for them. The Gold are playing the Phillies. Right. So one, you'd, one of them should get their first win. First win of the season. Sacks in the City, who are fourth are playing the giants in fifth uh and the amazons in sixth are playing the samurai in seventh so number one is playing two and three three no sorry number one is playing two and three two is playing uh one and six uh four is playing five six is playing seven like it's all go this weekend like so much can change. Yeah. That's the exciting thing about this whole the, the women's league this season is it's so interchangeable. And I mean, that's where the playoffs, because all the teams are going to be so close through one through nine, it looks like they're they're going to be beatable. There's going to be games in there that give us exciting football to watch on the live stream that day, Bez, which is good for us. Oh, I yeah, can't wait. great for us. Like, I can't wait. Like, it's always such a good day. And I cannot wait. Um, the Yeah, if we come on to the Pirates... Like yeah, they're seven and zero. Um, Panthers are seven zero and one. They've just had that single tie with the Titans. Uh, the Cougars are six and one. Like there's, it's all, it all comes down to to this. Like it's, that like that's a tough back to back to go through. But at the same time, like that's potentially your semi final and final if you get there. 
could very well be. Right, if you're like, if it finished then this one, two, three. Oh, maybe not. Maybe not, because you would get sacks in the city at this rate in the semi-final, right? If it went by seeding, because it would be one v four and then two v three in the other one. But like, still, like you know, those. It's, they're going to be semi-final. It's that caliber of football that you're expecting, you know. Like as far as the, as far as the Panthers are concerned, this is exactly how it would go. They would play. They, you know, they Panthers would have to pay the Cougars and then EKP, um, you know. Same for the Cougars, they'd have to, you know, you'd have to beat, you're probably gonna have to beat two of these teams, you know? So, wait, it's looking, yep. Like, yeah, it's a good, it's a good, I would expect this to be a kind of playoff mentality um, going in because it's, it's a test, it's a test, you know, like EKP have played Saxon City, you're in fourth, um, and beat them, and now it's time to, to go for it with, with the Cougars and the, and the Panthers. So, you know, I think it'll be. I think it'll be an absolute crackers. I think those games will be like they're easily game. That's easily like that's hard to pick game of the week. Really, you can't. There, there's so right. much good football and good games going on, but it's how you can't just narrow it into one. There's a handful of things that could happen that could impact playoff contentions. They could put teams out of like the the buys, uh, even miss it out completely, because we are literally that close to the end of the season right now. Yeah. which and is like, weird to say like i didn't um, even like in those games i just quickly looked through like i feel like we're not probably not giving chorley enough credit here um but like chorley are currently the eights the 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 10 seed so they're one you know they're they're just a game back off of manchester but they play the gold and the amazons so they play the sixth seed and the 12th position right so like there's when you know a win or two there maybe um, yeah. you know that puts pressure back on the team. You know that put pressure on Manchester to do well. Manchester, the Huntsman like, just the Huntsman, ahead of them again. Like, yep. The Huntsman, they've got a kind of a tough out with the with the Giants, um, but then they also play the Phillies. Like maybe the you know the Phillies could maybe be eyeing that one up as well because you know like the Philly they're only a couple of spots back on them, and like I know their records are different, but yeah, like the. Phillies and the Phillies and the Spears, Phillies and the Gold, like Phillies, Phillies suddenly get it together and win three games. Really mixes things up there. Like if they were to win three games, that's currently three a team with three wins is currently the sixth seed, right? So, like, you know, if they they, they suddenly put it together on the day, reel off three wins, you know. And, and the way straight, which they looked at the weekend, the they didn't. They played two of the toughest teams in the league, the two Coventrys, and performed particularly well. You know, um, yeah. very and impressive. Down, and down a couple of players as well. You know, down rookie, players rookie from players what I understand, playing yeah. both ways yeah. or playing. Sorry, they had rookie players playing in positions the entire game, the entire day. You know, so yeah, great, great work by them, and uh, yeah, like I think it's it's easy to get down on. Kind of the teams that are low on wins or have no wins, but like you, you, you're not that far away from being in, even nope. at this point. So, no one's been eliminated. Uh, like I haven't worked out in a clinching scenario yet, but I don't think 
it would come down to head to heads on clinching. But I don't. I think the Panthers need to pick up. Uh, I think the Pirates need to pick up at least one win at the weekend to f- firmly clinch their playoff spot. Yeah. Uh, same with the Panthers and the Cougars. But it's certainly not over. Oh, by any means. Well, yeah. I mean, there's going to be a lot to look forward to at the back of the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just looking at like. Oh, there's so many good games. And then even looking ahead, like, and we'll do it, we'll obviously do. So for week five, we go back into north and south. Um, And there's good games up and down the slate again. You know, we've spoken about Manchester. The Pirates play three games. They do the Giants, Samurai, Titans, Gauntlet, right? At the moment, two of those teams are in playoff spots. The Titans will be coming into that day looking to be a playoff team. Um. So it's all on the line for them. It's probably going to be on the line for the Bucks. It's probably going to be on the line for the Samurai. Like the Giants as well. They're in the mix. And they'll be looking to make sure they get the best possible seed. Down south, that's when we get... Like, what do we get down south? We get the we get the Cougars and Sacks in the City. You know, we're getting Sacks in the City play the Panthers. We get the uh, we get the spears and the gold playing each other. Um, There's just so yeah. many. It's so much good football with close teams, Bez, and that's what we always want, you know, with any flag football. And with the women's division, all teams play in it. There's not like a prem and a div one. It's just allowing people to play against each other consistently. Yeah, yeah. like, and that's gonna bring everybody on so much. And that's what I like about this format. You play over each once. You go to one venue. You play each other. Um, it's a really interesting concept, and I, I've actually really enjoyed kind of looking onto the women's league more so this year than probably any other year um, to see how they're getting on. So, yeah, and I think I'm excited for it all as well. It's like this one is we're back in Wakefield, I think. Uh, all right, okay, uh, or at least like nominally. I don't know where the actual. Uh... So you're telling me the game? Oh, no, we're back in, in we're the ba- north. We're back in Halifax, but so we're back around that kind of industrial. Off at the north of the country, yeah. Southerners call it, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, back in, right. into north, into um, north, into north. Um, so yeah, could be that's the last time that the north and south teams will be in the same spot. Um, so the last games, the last game days are in Newcastle and Cambridge, respectively, uh, before the the race to Ravens Craig uh, finishes. So. Just yeah. two two game days you said there. Yeah, yeah two so game we got days to go. The fourth Halifax and then Manchester and Cambridge. So Halifax and then Newcastle and Cambridge. And then Newcastle, sorry. Ravens Creek. Then we're done. So we've got the fourth of November. This women's season seems to have went so fast. It always does. Like they start so fast. Like, yeah. yeah. Like so the thirtieth of September, game one, fourteenth of October, twenty ninth of October, fourth of November, eighteenth of November. And then 9th of December, Ravens Creek. And we will be there as your it happens uh, so quick. As your official live stream of the show pitch uh, all day long for seven hours of well, I think it was like eight hours last year, nine hours approaching of, of flag football. I think we had um, to split the YouTube uh, sorry, the yeah, Facebook we ran it, because we Facebook ran only time. allows eight hours or seven hours of live streaming. We had to split it. Yeah, I think yeah, we stopped because we weren't sure that we would, we weren't convinced we would get through the final. Ah, we keep going yeah, in yeah. one go, so we uh, we split it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, preparations are underway for that. Um, 
we're bringing on some uh, some new faces, some new helpers, and uh, yeah, delivering you guys the the live stream that you have come to expect and hopefully enjoy. And uh, yeah, we'll be sending it around the world. Yeah, bringing zebra cam back, so you know, yeah, the dazzles, the dazzle, dazzle cam, yeah, yeah. dazzle cam will be back, so we can uh, hopefully a few other new we can watch, things. We can watch any referees being befuddled. Um, <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, that'll be that. So, yeah, 9th, 9th of December, 9 till 9, I think it feels like. <laughs> and, uh, Long day. Yeah. We'll see if they've got their vents fixed. We'll see if there's any snow coming into the venue. So, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, I think I think that's all I have to say, really, tonight. Tree. I think that's everything. Yeah, Irish, Continental, Quake, and Women's was on our little hit list today. Yeah, uh, so I think that's pretty much everything. Scan the Facebook page to see if there's anything that we missed. Oh, yeah. we're, oh, we're playing a new game as well. Post went out today for uh, so if you're on Spotify and you go into the uh, description, you, then you can find uh, a little version, that, a little button that allows you to send in voice notes to the podcast. Um, so we've had a couple of them come in already that I've not listened to because I didn't want to uh, spoil it for tonight's show. Um, but what we're looking for is with the Olympic announcement um, from a couple of weeks ago, we're looking for you to describe flag football as if someone at your work or in the street or like the elevator pitch, like someone has said to you, so what is this flag football thing? We want you to go. I think the link gives you like a minute to say it all, right? So you've got to be fast. You've got to be snappy. Um, a couple of people have commented already um, and we will read them out uh, next time. But we would, uh, yeah, a couple of voice notes would be really cool. We'll edit them in and we'll uh, we'll listen to them live and get everyone to uh, to enjoy that. So yeah, if you want to be, if you want to participate in the show, uh, just using the microphone on your telephone is fine. Just hold the button down and uh, and talk into it and we'll uh, we'll receive that. So yeah, that is that is your homework, uh, friends of the show. Yep, have fun, community. See what you can come up with. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So there's a couple of names that have come in so far that have. Uh, I'm excited to hear their input. Okay, so, okay, yeah. that's exciting. Uh, Forward to hearing all these for sure. So uh, yeah, I think that's that. I guess my only my final question for you, Stuart is I know it is now as we record this the 2nd of November but earlier this week it was Halloween so did you hear any good jokes oh I did as well I was a little girl and unfortunately Karen's in our bed because I can't remember but yes there was one but Bez I I can't give it to you because I can't remember okay um oh what was it I did get one I did hear one while you think about it which I'll hit you with right Go for it. Go for it. I'll see if I can like find the one that I got told. How did the zombie become the world's best geyser? Oh, I'm not sure, Bez. How did the zombie become the world's best geyser? Dedication. <laughs> not bad, right? That's pretty good. I'll give pretty you that good. one. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I guess that's one of the one of the few times where if you're not familiar with geysering, you're probably not from. Scotland, but uh, it's uh, it's the phrase for dressing up. It's trick or treating. It's the phrase for it's trick the or word, treating. Yeah, it's the word for trick or, for going out yeah. dressing up trick or treat. Um, 
yeah, going out geysing. I'm still thinking, Bez. I can't remember. Yeah. That's bad. Like, that's how forgetful I am. But it was a topper. Yeah. It was Karen was at the door with Rudy and like, oh, trick or treat. And it's like, oh, can I tell you a joke? And she's like, like, yeah, go for it. <laughs> and she went for like full on. And I'm like, that's good. Nice. Um, I nice. think if I remember rightly, it was to do with ghosts in an elevator, but I can't, I can't remember the wording. Okay. Um, if you can think, if you can remember it, we'll post it. We'll post it in the morning with the show. Yeah, I think Very it was nice. like, why do ghosts like use elevators? And it's to like to raise their spirits. Oh, that's and, very like, good. That's the very... delivery method was like the little girl yeah. must have been eight or nine, right? And I mean, it was spectacularly well like presented. And even I at the door behind Karen and Rudy were like, <laughs> good. "Good one." Good. I, I think I, I don't remember if that was the exact delivery she I, used, yeah. but it was something along those lines. Best. Very good though. And that was good, a good. Yeah, I heard yeah. that one. Raising um, your spirits. I like that. I like, I like that. that one. Yeah. And so, she must have. Oh, she was like eight or nine. Amazing. Well, there, there was there was someone at the quay. Uh, I can't remember who it was, but someone did come up to me and say, "You've not done your jokes for a while." So, uh, oh, there we go. I can't Perfect. remember who it was, but if that was you, I think it was it might be one of the distillers. If that was you, there's your joke. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he did say that one day. Whoever I think it was one of the distillers. I can't remember, but the person did say that uh, they'd a couple of their jokes had made it into the office the next day after listening. So, yeah, we've done, that's true. We've done well. Yeah. I think the only other thing at the Quake was the Scott McDonald rumor mill, but I don't think that's ready to publish yet. No, I don't. We need to, we need to get our ducks in a row for that one. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll sort out that one before we can release notes and information. Christ, I oh, that, that was funny. Um, yeah, no one, no, no one, literally, everyone's listening is going, What are they talking about? Like, what's the Scott McDonald rumor mill? And it's like, Ah, we'll oh, you, you're, you're never we'll going to find out. We'll get there. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was good. It was good. It was good. I mean, a lot of football recently, and I mean, looking forward, I think we've got obviously all women's flag football coming up. Um, I guess is there anything else to look forward to? Because you got Friday night flag in Aberdeen. That's got Friday night flag. On. There's Wednesday night uh, flag at Ray, at Tory Glen. Is it Tory Glen to do Wednesday night flag? There's the last weekend of winter league before Christmas. Yeah, oh, uh, that's that's not this weekend, but the following. Week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've got women's finals, uh, and then we're gonna get like from the from the the week after women's final weekend at Ravenscraig until the week before Flag and New Year. As far as I know, there's no football. No, I think we've got like four weeks off in I don't Scotland. Believe it. I know. I'd have to. I'll. I'll wait and see, Bez. I'm but sure it might be, be a winter league date. Football. It might be a winter league date, though. I, I can't remember when the first winter league date is in January. I don't remember. So, I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, we'll see. Still some uh, football going on before we wrap quote, up the year, Bez. Yeah. To quote, to quote. I think, I think it was Andy Keith quoting Dante. It never stops. <laughs> it really doesn't. It really, really doesn't. If you're if you're big into your flag, there's so much in the community to play, whether that's you know traveling or league play or women's or youth. And yeah, it's it's a good place for the sport to be and there's lots of flag football availability to communities and different people in our own sort of country. Um so hopefully long may it continue, Bez. Kind of. <laughs> yes. But I know we need a break in there somewhere, but yeah, sure. And good. 
been a good year this year so far, and we're just coming into what two months to go. So two months to we'll go. We'll get so, still some time for fireworks now. Oh, oh so... yeah. Fireworks yeah. now. And then to be fair, next year's gonna start and it's gonna go flag in the new year, flag in Iron Man, the end of Winter League, then the season's gonna start, and then it's gonna be the world championships, and then it's gonna be the BAFA flag finals, and then it's gonna be the women's <laughs> flag football league, and then it's gonna and then we're just gonna be sitting here all over again. Yep. Like, what a year! <laughs> it's just flu. Remember that quake last year with the weather, bears. Remember that? <laughs> oh, I don't think I'll ever forget that. So, uh, uh, we'll get snowed in next year or something. Oh, we'll see how it goes. Eh? Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, so we'll end it there. But thank you everyone for spending time with us this evening. It has, it's been a pleasure. Uh, so yeah, um, we will. Good luck if you're playing over the weekend in the Women's Fly Football League. We'll see you next week for the Winter League preview because we have to try and remember what happened the last time. Um, and finally, you will receive the scores of the oh, picks yeah, game. Oh, yeah, we were forgetting uh, about this, yeah. Scores of the Well, I've been waiting for the next Winter League to release them. So <laughs> uh, you'll find the scores nice. of the picks game. You'll get the next uh, picks game form. And uh, yeah, we'll get going. So have a great weekend. Enjoy your flag wherever you're playing it. And we will see you very soon. It is goodbye from Tree. Goodbye. Catch us all later. It is goodbye from me. Thank you very much for listening. That is the way we HNC it. Remember that you can be sure to never miss an episode of the way we HNC it by subscribing on whatever platform you listen on and ensuring that you leave us a couple of stars as a review um to be honest we're not entirely sure what that does but if you enjoy the show give us some decent stars and tell your friends and if you don't enjoy the show then com- feel completely free to tell nobody about it you tried you didn't like it but hey at least you tried and at least we got here and to be honest you must have liked it a little bit because at the here at the end of the show you're still listening speak soon everyone have a great week <laughs>